Welcome to Geeks of the Machine podcast, the only podcast where you get unfiltered, overpowered opinions of three friends about the best shows in Geek TV. I'm your host, Jasmine, and co-host, and we have Darnell and Adelaide. Hello, guys. Hello. So, before we get started, I want to remind the listeners to to subscribe, review the pod, and review the podcast. It helps us out, and we are always looking for feedback. Geek of the Machine is available on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and any place that podcasts can be found. So, last time we were looking at Sabrina, she had just defeated her father by sticking him in her boyfriend's body. Lilith was now queen of hell, and things kind of just worked out. <laughs> yeah, it definitely worked out. I'm really bothered by that recap. It's accurate. I just don't like it. So, now we're going to talk about season three, episode one. What were your initial thoughts on this episode? I will start with Darnell. Um, my overall thoughts on the episode, it was, uh, again, just a goofy, very, again, still kind of that Scooby-Doo-ish way of kind of getting into everything from beginning, middle, and end, but it does leave a little intrigue, which I think will keep people coming back. Adelaide? I, I was not thrilled with the start of this episode. I was very bored, but, and I have trouble... I had a lot of trouble getting into this episode, but it did pick up. So I, and I'm actually more interested in it now. And that might be because I was watching another series that I could not get into. And in comparison, this was fantastic. Ah, uh, Doctor Who and Supernatural. Hey, focus, folks. So we, <laughs> I, I agree with you, Adelaide, because I was very slow. It was not until about halfway through this episode where I was just like, because I was in the first seven minutes and I was like, I'm not going to be able to get through this. We might have to cancel this podcast. I'm over it. It's done. Just kill me now. I agree. So, and about halfway through, it kind of picks up and you start to feel excited about it. Um, so, for reference, this is called Chapter 21, The Hellbound Heart. This takes place a month since Nick has sacrificed himself to be Lucifer's vessel. And Sabrina, Harvey, and Sabrina, Harvey, Ross, and Theo are attempting to find a way into hell. And they also have started a rock band. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Scooby Doo part slash Josie the Pussycats that really got to me. Yeah, that really. really. Got to me. I uh-huh. yeah I that was that was a big lipped alligator moment and I just sort of stared at the screen like we're we're, we're going this route and this is the song that we're picking of all things okay cool let's go I, I really wanted Jabberjaw to appear on the background or something but just the beginning of the episode when she had that dream and it was like welcome to hell and I was like it has to be a dream ain't no way she's getting to hell that easily and rescuing this man within the first what was like you said first five seven minutes of the whole episode mm-hmm. that's the part that really almost had me done i was like okay it's a dream but i knew it was a dream but it was really stupid but yeah. uh, i was exhausted because they're like every day she goes and harvey's like hey sabrina we can come back as many times as you want my question would have been hey sabrina you're trying to open the gates of hell what's your plan right? <laughs> Like, what's the like, plan, buddy? Like, if there's a whole bunch of demons just right outside the door, it's going to rush us. Exactly. Well, and of course there's going to be. They hear the gates of hell open. Naturally, they're going to want out. Well, not just that. They were already there when they shut the gate. They were right there waiting when they shut the gate. 
I know they're on the other side again. Like, come on, Sabrina. We know you can do it. We believe in you. Come on. So, <laughs> Mentioned her friends being the best cheerleaders. Her friends are the best cheerleaders, huh? But now you've got the demons that are also rooting for. Her. They want to. They definitely she are. Wants in. <laughs> I mean, just just think about it, because she always comes up with her plans after she's already started. Like, I, well, I'll figure it out somehow, some way. I'm going to exactly. figure it out once I once I jump head first into this thing. I mean, at the what's the third season? After two seasons of this. Can't you figure it out? Like, make a some type of detailed plan, but no. Right. Like, can we, like I don't know why the friends aren't asking for a detailed plan at this point. Because I'd have been like, because... hey, Sabrina, you're going to do this anyway, but can we have a plan about when you rescue your boyfriend who basically has the devil inside of him? Um, it's better to be the devil's to right hand than to stand in his way. She is the Antichrist. I think they're all very aware of that, and it's better to stay on her good side because they all know she can just mind wipe them or control them to get him to do what she wants, if she really wanted to. So it's better just to play along. I feel like that would be my whole position on it. Adelaide, your thoughts? I just can't believe they're like, these are so supportive friends. I don't know anybody that would be like, <laughs> yeah, Addie, I'll follow you to hell. Um, <laughs> and I don't know okay, anybody that I would do that. <laughs> I couldn't. Like, even if somebody, I, I have to be somebody I loved, even then, I'm like, do I really want to just go into hell? <laughs> well, the best part know. is they're like, yeah, we can keep trying. It's like, um, this is hell. Do you hear yourself? Like, we understand you got the divine evil blood to protect yourself, where most of us are just, you know, regular people. But, but um, what's her name? She has the cunning. The cunning's not going to help. The her. cunning like does spider- nothing. The cunning it's like does having not a spider it's- sense without any superpowers to back it up. You, you know it's coming, but if you don't have the speed to dodge it, it's no point in having it. Can we touch and- on, like, the one part where it addresses that in the show? No, not until okay. we get there. <sighs> all right, all right. Fine. Stay so- on my leash. Fine. <laughs> So we go and she actually does open the gate and we, they, you, well, before that, they, well, she, they didn't, just, she didn't open the no, gate, right? She didn't open the gate. I was going to say, I really like this part. So we have I mean, to cover that. She doesn't, she goes, so what is it? Dorian Gray and Dorian yes, has a Yes, Dorian pencil. Gray and uses a painting. I loved that. And yeah, they I use a painting. But he has a pimple. Yeah, he has a pimple and he needs a flower from hell to get rid of his pimple. And she, the whole thing was like, hey, he's like, I need something in return. What do you want me to get your soul? He's like, I have no use for that. I really feel bad for it. So like, come on, bro, what? Come on, at least get me while we at it. But no, <laughs> he just wants the pimple gone from the what, what's the flower called again? It the is flower despair or something. Weeping the singing. The flower from hell is the evil flower. That's all I got in my notes. Evil yeah, I don't even I remember like what more, it was called. I just kept calling. I feel like it, it has a more in my head. I feel like it has a more majestic name than that, but we'll stick with that for now. This is Sabrina. The Flower of Evil. No. Oh, Le Fleur du Mal. There we go. That sounds better. So evil flower sounds... in French. Mm-hmm. Okay. Everything sounds better in other languages, okay? I'm just saying. Well, Amer- Americans basically steal their language from every place else, so. That's why everything else sounds better. Anyway. Uh, we get the whole they're going to hell and they soak themselves in the water of a dead man. <laughs> yes, <laughs> best friends. Water used to wipe down the dead man. Oh, oh, oh okay, so we're, we're going to keep doing this. I love Roz's reaction, and I won't often say this about the the group of friends, but the minute Sabrina said what it was, I at the exact same time Roz said it, I went, ew. And they're I was also like, yeah, that's today. the reaction you want. And you see how close they are. They can all just, you know, kind of basically, they're not naked, but they're practically naked. 
bathing, bathing themselves and about to put on dead people's clothes together. That's some real tight knit friendship. Right. Dead people, dead people water. No, but dead like, yeah, I've changed shoes. in front of friends. Dead people's shoes, dead people's cool. water. The the line is the dead people's stuff and and whatever is in that water. I don't want that. I don't. Uh, I don't feel like I'm close enough to just be changing in front of my female friends, let alone the dead people water and dead clothes. But I mean, I teach them, of course. So. I mean, it depends on the guy, like, if we're being honest. But I don't yeah. think that this is a matter of Sabrina, so I don't understand. Like, first of all, if we're talking Harvey, Sabrina and Rawls have both seen him in, like, semi-stages of undress. So that shouldn't I mean, be awkward. And it should Theo, be awkward because you're not going out with her anymore. <laughs> you know they're comparing notes. Right. Like, and Theo is just kind of there. So I don't I think... The, like... Theo was just kind of there like this episode, if we're being honest. Theo, to me, has kind of become Harvey's sidekick or best friend now. They're always, like, around each other. That's like that's like his wingman or vice versa. Like, she used to be closer with Sabrina and, um, what's her name? Roz. 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 But I feel like now, ever since she's made, um, he. transition and everything. He. Yeah, yeah, he. Ever since he has made it, he's kind of been, like, really close to Harvey. Like, mm-hmm. all, whenever Harvey's around, you usually see Theo somewhere around her. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. So we get them doing the whole, that whole thing, but this plot B is about Zelda. So I think we're gonna just go through plot A, and then I'll come back for plot B. Okay, unless you guys have a problem with that. No, I'm good. No, I've done that through Supernatural. Go for it. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so the guys go through a painting. The group goes through a painting, and. They land on the shores of sorrow, where they see people. Awesome in... name. <laughs> where they see people in cages, drowning, and we see a mysterious hot guy who you know is going to be important because he was too hot not to be. Wasn't he though? Just the hunkiest abs just coming around. The <laughs> I, honestly, I just stared at it and I was thinking, when did we get into a romance novel? Why is this man here and not on the cover of some cheesy romance like, novel? Like young Fabio. Ah, I, I, we can smell the water from a mile away. Good job, He's even, like, clothes. on a windy beach. Like, come <laughs> on. Building the most... Like, that's, building the best sandcastle I've ever seen in my life, though. He was really... And it was supposed to point. be, like, dark and murky, but it was, like, sun on him. Like, he had a nice tan. Like... like I can I consider that, like, the first level of hell. Like, yeah, if you gotta be in hell, that's, that's not a bad place to be. Yeah, you only gotta drown for a little bit, and then you get to I mean, chill out until you drown again. It's got it's better weather than bad. Washington, so I'm good. <laughs> yeah, and they don't have Corona. <laughs> exactly. <huh? laughs> oh my goodness! Really? Really? Uh. really? They are terrible right now. Oh, uh. we're talking about hell. We can have some morbid humor, right? Like, I suppose so. Yes, but seriously, he had that whole open white shirt thing, perfect hair. I didn't know they had hairstylists in hell, but I, oh, I yeah. forgot about the C plot too. All right, well, we'll come back to the C plot as well. Is that little plot? <laughs> no, the C plot is uh. What is it? Ambrose and... Oh, yeah, yeah, on the hunt. On the hunt, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Why can't right, I we'll... remember her name right now? Yeah, I can't remember her name I either. call her. I call her Blonde Hottie. She is... Uh, Prudence. Thank you. She's my, Thank she's you like know. one of my favorites, and I can't remember her name. Mm-hmm. Blonde Cornrow Hottie, yes. Uh, no, we will not sexualize Prudence. We didn't know his name in my notes She at this does point. that. She does that herself. <laughs> 
We didn't know his name at the, the in the by notes, which is why he, he doesn't have a name yet. Anyway. Mm. <laughs> anyway, as we're in the show, uh, the random hot guy goes, "Hey, just follow this red road." And I was like, "All right, we're in Wizard of Oz now." Apparently, apparently, hell has a fun theme. Like, <laughs> I mean, the Wizard of Oz is kind of hellish if you think about the whole scenario oh, yeah. that Dorothy has to go through. So. I really like, liked this though. Like I don't, yeah. I don't know why, but I liked this. I was I having fun. See, this was the part where I got really interested. I was yeah, like, yeah, this right. is where it kicked in for me. I was like, oh, cool, Wizard of Oz, let's go. Because they let each character from Wizard of Oz show up. If you think about it, well, yeah, wait? they did. It was great. I really liked right, it. My bad. My bad. <laughs> so, the first stop, um, after the Shores of Sorrow is just this random path that Theo leaves. Theo just leaves the path, and that's because Theo sees his uncle. Uh, yeah. Anybody remember the uncle? Because I sure didn't. Nope. Like, yeah, it, this would have been a great season. Remind us. That, that was literally <laughs> right, the was... uncle who was. It was basically hinted that he would probably was homosexual, but right. I, re- I know, it. but that's he didn't. Pay, like, I, well, I didn't care enough about him for him to be an important person. It's been <laughs> too long this, since I watched right. the, re- the rest like, of it to remember him. I was literally like, where is a supernatural flashback when you need one? Really? He, well, he's the scarecrow, of course. But my whole thing about that, this is why Sabrina shouldn't have brought them. Obviously, Hell's going to try to play tricks in your mind. Bringing more people is just a liability. Her friends were not helping. They did not help at all, if you think about it. I mean, but isn't that the whole point of Sabrina? Sabrina doesn't usually help, if we're being honest. But Sabrina she has doesn't... powers to protect herself. That is also true. Adelaide, your they thoughts? Have... No, I agree. She she has powers to protect herself, and she shouldn't be dragging innocent innocent bystanders into this mess just because she wants the company. That's, that's <laughs> basically it. She just wants somebody to talk to on the way down there. Like, like I just think gonna help. I would ask her, Sabrina, honestly, what do you think we can help you with in hell against demons and the like? What could we so, possibly do? <laughs> so, how did you feel about the uncle and him actually being in hell? Yeah, I feel like At- he got screwed. Adelaide. I feel like I didn't remember him, so I was waiting for that flashback the whole time and thinking, okay, can we can we cover why he's here? And now knowing the the implications, I'm kind of mad about it. But see, that's what my thought was too. Was it was he in hell because he was gay? Was he in hell because no, no. he was a soldier? Was he in hell because no. like because there was a lot of reasons that they could have put him in hell? Yeah, but, but they didn't he didn't say why. No, no, he, he was yeah, he did say why because of stuff. Right, but like was Warhol sent him there, but he, but first right. before, remember how he died? He was cursed because we found in the um in the mines and stuff. And Miss Warhol was the one who sent him there, so it wasn't because he was gay or anything. Ms. Right, Warhol but that was, was the implication. Gay. Like they were like, yeah, she sent me here, but they didn't define it smoothly enough because I was immediately like, is it because he's gay? Yeah, that was my thought too, and I didn't even remember why. Like I don't even know why that was my first thought because I didn't remember That's him. His jaw are weird. Uh, let us know in the comments if you guys had that same thought or if we were just like, hmm. I didn't have that thought. I will say, I think it's because the show likes to try to make a statement around that. Right. That might be why uh, we all went there, but I, I don't think that's... They just needed to define it better. If that's what mm-hmm. they were going for, they should have specified. And normally they do it heavy-handedly. Right. Um, Theo decides that, Theo, that he wants to stay with his uncle, and Sabrina's like, no, that's stupid. And I was like, stay, really let Theo die. Let Theo die, because Theo has been asking for death for a couple seasons now. 
Why do like, you hate Theo so much? <laughs> like, cause Theo is just exhausting to me. Like Theo is, like once Theo was like I'm on the basketball team and I know Sabrina helped me and I didn't deserve this spot. I was done with Theo. See, that's how I feel about Harvey. I'm just done with Harvey. What did Harvey do? Harvey's kind of there too, if we're being honest. He's. I just find him irritating. It's. It's almost like he's too supportive, and I don't believe words he's saying anymore. It's like, yeah, I'll help you get your. I, your ex-boyfriend, will assist you in getting your current boyfriend out of hell. That's totally safe, and I'll totally walk down there with you. Yeah, that. No. And with that my current girlfriend. How much in, yeah, that shows how much he's in love with his current girlfriend. He feels comfortable enough to help his ex get her current boyfriend, who is currently the vessel for the devil. Whose daughter is currently the daughter Sabrina. of Sabrina. No one is that supportive. Yes. No he one is. who isn't Harvey hiding is a... something or wants something is that supportive. Yeah, I remember Harvey comes from Hunter's blood. He's more noble than the rest. No one is that supportive. I don't care who it is. I agree. Like, no <laughs> one is that supportive. Uh, you just can't believe there's one decent human in, in the show? No. Okay, there's decent people. He's not decent. He is a fool who. How has he not like he is the kid who stole his mother's cow for some jelly beans? Like oh, yeah. he sold the cow for some jelly beans. That's him. This, are we talking I about wonder how much of it is that Jack they're really interested in magic and they want to keep seeing it and and that other part of this this supernatural world that they're not used to and it's like oh this who is be that cool. Interested I wanna... to go to hell? No, I, mean, I wouldn't either. When, when we go to heaven, then maybe I'll take that trip. <laughs> Man, I would have moved. I would have been like, okay, we've got the gates of hell in the mine. I'm out. Where else could you move in this universe? Riverdale, where there's nothing but murder over there, so... Yeah. I'm sure those aren't the only two places in this universe. Yeah, like, hopefully you know, there's more that, than that. They actually got a new show coming off, coming out that's oh, a good. spinoff of Riverdale. Uh, yeah, where she's in New York. And she was like, literally, yeah, I'm from Riverdale, the murder capital. So now New York's going to be the murder capital, so... No, she's doing fashion and stuff now, so she's fashion. Somebody's got to get murdered. The show's not going to be interesting. It's New York, so I'm sure somebody's getting murdered, but like... <laughs> So you're safe nowhere. Well, New York was never really an option in or out of this universe, so. <laughs> like, but anyway. Mm-hmm. Anyway, back on topic. They are going to Pandemonium, the capital city of hell. And That's an awesome name. They end up in the Forest of Torment, where they hear Sabrina and Roz split up. And Harvey and Theo split up. And I immediately was like, number one rule of going away with friends, never split up. Yeah, I could not understand that. You're in hell. Why would you split up to go look for something? Why would you not? Like, Ross is smart. Like, I'm going to go with Sabrina the Magical Girl. Exactly. Yeah, that's the one over here. (laughs) Bye, boys. Ross, as the black character, she knew who to Yes. Yes. (laughs) She was like... I'm sticking with the magical girl. Like, yeah, yeah exactly. The, I'm going with her. She has powers. I don't care if you have a shotgun. Have, I'm not with you. Yeah, I have the cunning so I can see things coming out of nowhere and Sabrina can fight, so we're just perfect. You right. two like, have... You two no have, powers like, at all. <laughs> yeah. You guys have yeah, a shotgun and... I mean, Theo does have, like, her ghost... Uh, uh, his ghost grandmother, aunt, whatever. I, she hasn't or, really appeared in much. She wasn't there. She wasn't Did dumb she, enough to go to hell. She was like... Did she cross over... Like or I like, no I think idea. she might have crossed over last season. I don't think so because I really thought they was going with some of that subplot. I really thought she was going to try to possess her or something. Yeah, that really was an interesting anything. subplot. So I'm hoping that continues. Like, <laughs> like she's just been chilling out. She's like, "Woof, my grandson is stupid." Just yeah, stupid. probably. I picked the wrong one to talk to. <laughs> 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 when they're going to hell, <laughs> we 
<laughs> you might have other options, like a second cousin somewhere. Like, really? She out here searching for other family members. When she can't find anybody else, she gotta come back to um, the other, like, shit. This <laughs> <laughs> on Ancestry.com looking up the family tree. Like, okay, wait, wait. I got somebody. I gotta pick another. I got somebody in Scotland over there I can go talk to. But yeah. But then they run into the Tin Man. He was looking for a heart. Uh, yeah, the they go to the Tin Man. But we're talking about the flower, the evil singing flower that had the pretty little song. And I was like, the Ross was like, do you hear that? Is that singing? I'd have been like, we're walking away from the singing. We're in hell. Nothing should sound that pretty. No. This is my question, right? You remember when Ross almost touched the flower and Sabrina stopped her. I was like, hey, if you prick your finger, you're false whatever. Don't you think that's information you should tell me before we go into hell, before we look for the flower? Tell me, like, if you do find the flower... Right, because Harvey and um, Theo didn't almost... know that. Exactly. Like... <laughs> they could have pricked themselves. Been... Not the fuck. Yeah, really. Like, give us That's some warning. Important. Oh, by the way, this flower has thorns. Don't touch it. I'm just saying. Uh... I'm just saying. She's not giving no, no important information at all. Unless you want to reenact Sleeping Beauty, don't touch the flower's thorns. Uh, but what were your thoughts on the whole flower thing, at least? Um, I kind of was disappointed in the appearance of the flower, of all things, but eh. That, like the rest of it was fine. It was interesting, but the I was kind of let down on the flowers. Like that just looks like a thistle with vines. <laughs> so, um, Theo and Harvey are meeting the Tin Man, and there we get a nice chop, chop, chop and screams because apparently the Tin Man is cutting down trees that are screaming and crying for their life, which was an interesting twist. What? <laughs> <laughs> twist. It was, and I just and immediately was like, I guess this is deforestation, huh? This is your, your tackle deforestation. The trees are literally screaming and crying. <laughs> My first thought was the, um, and this is way out there, so this was totally unnecessary, but my first thought was those trees that have sap that look like blood, and I was like, I'm disappointed you didn't reference that. <laughs> my first thought is this was going to happen, because you know now they got these biodegradable things where you can basically bury yourself in a tree pod, and then we use your body's nutrients and turn. Oh to yeah, tea. yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I've heard of that. that is what's going to happen to you when you become a four. Somebody's gonna come chop your ass down, and you can be screaming, "No, stop! Leave my tree body alone!" <laughs> it hurts. <laughs> it hurts. <laughs> well, how do you think trees feel? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Really, we're in hell. We can hear them now. Doesn't mean they don't always do it. Just mm-hmm. now we hear them. That makes sense. That's a good question. So, are those trees there, people who have been turning the trees, or were they just trees in the earth that were committing a lot of sins while they were trees? What trees? What <laughs> sins tree are trees sins. committing? Have you ever seen the trees from the Evil Dead? They were doing a lot of bad stuff. <laughs> All right, Ellie, your thoughts on the Tin Man cutting down trees that I'm screaming? Well, now I'm stuck on tree sins, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> Um, I thought the Tin Man was a little bit more heavy-handed. I liked the way they did the the Scarecrow, um, but I thought the Tin Man needed to be a little bit more subtle than what he was. Um, but I liked it. Like it wasn't bad. I was I was still having fun with the Wizard of Oz stuff by this point. Well, see, I was full on, especially when like Sabrina did the super long spell to make him rust. Um, yeah. that was it was a crazy. That was the longest spell she's ever done. I'm sure. I actually liked that because I like long detailed magic systems that are like <laughs> tell me how you have to make this work you have to work for this effort like you have to get this right and i was like oh cool it's a long spell i like this let's go but and well, she said, was... but, hmm? but i was like if he'd been smarter he could have smacked her 
But my question mm-hmm. before you get to your point, if you're in hell, it's more of a metaphysical realm. How come you have metal in there that can rust? Well, that was sense. forced rusting. Right, it was forced rusting by the magic. I will but, say, yeah, Sabrina, you know, but... can I jump mildly ahead to defeating the Tin Man there? Or do you want to cover the uh, emotional stuff? That well, yeah, first? when the tr- the Tin Man like is rusting, we see that the Tin Man is Harvey's brother, Tommy. So yet again, Sabrina has killed Tommy. <laughs> Tommy has no luck. <laughs> Right, and I love that Tommy, like, uh, Harvey was like, what are you doing here, Tommy? And Tommy goes, waiting for you to join me. I was like, yes! Yes! Thoughts, Adelaide? I, um, my thought came, my main thought was from Sabrina shooting him and killing him again, this poor man. And also, do you, if something, I've seen enough Supernatural to know that if you kill something in hell, it doesn't stay dead. Yeah. Like, how how are you gonna kill something in hell? It's just gonna respawn in hell later. Well, you need a demon blade. Also, why didn't she use her her demon hell powers? I ch- yeah, chose the gun for like extra that. impact because she did it before. So may as well continue. My question is, how can they believe that that's not really his brother? They automatically believe that Theo's uncle was her uncle. But how mm-hmm. can I believe that it's her brother? His uncle. Yeah, his. But that's not that's not really your brother, but. You just said the else uncle was really there. So, I don't know. How do you tell the difference? Who's real, who's not? Because she doesn't want him to be real, so he's not. So, therefore, he's not real. I just, uh, my whole problem, like, the main issue I had with this was that it is, it is the environment playing tricks on your mind. You, you should have led with that, Sabrina. You should have been like, it's going to lie to you. Don't fall for it. Now well, continue. I, I feel like that would have been a known thing if you were going to hell, though. Well, I can't yes, wait but obviously the they're idiot kids that didn't realize it because they're like, oh my god, my uncle's in hell, I have to save him. Oh my god, my brother Tommy has a pickaxe and is a tin man on me. Like, come on. They they should have had the warning at that point. Man, can we jump ahead to the other characters? Cause I need to ask, are they real? Next we see, the next we go to a school. I don't remember the name of the school. Do you guys? It's it was the whatever the name of it. The... Yeah, it's whatever the name of the school that one is. Okay. I don't remember now. I don't remember. Well, anyway. They go Baxter to the, High. Okay, sure. Baxter. They go into the school where they see the dead principal, and Sabrina and them are ushered into seats. Sabrina tries to do a spell, and he's like, number one rule here, no spell casting, and he brings out a special guest, uh, uh, what's Roz's grandmother, who's like, the reason I died was you. And I was like, that is true. She is right. Like... <laughs> Was that her grandmother? And why would she go to hell? Yeah, I didn't for one second believe that her grandma was in hell. Not for one second. Well, um, I mean, Roz didn't even try to ask, like, hey, can you get my grandma out? Or even, they just kind of left. I mean, is that really them? Or was that somebody? They never, should they ever really say if they were pretending to be them or not? That's what I'm confused about. And I love that the grandmother was like, she was like, why are you here, grandmother? Why are you? You are the daughter of a pastor and you're in hell. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was a good line. (laughs) I liked. I did like that one. I was a little bit preoccupied with the. This is not your grandmother. Stop treating it like it is. Just. Did she say that? Did she say it was not a grandma? No, it was just for me. Focusing on. Oh, it's my grandma. Grandma, please stop. Why are you here, grandma? It's like, at this point, you should realize, this is not what it seems, and hell is designed to absolutely screw with your brain. So maybe start thinking a little bit. But if you're on Roz's point of view, if you're automatically going to believe again that that was Theo's uncle, 
that was his well, uncle. not just that. Why that didn't the grandma? cunning help her see if that was really her grandmother or not? Yeah, that's the also a good question. Super it helped her out later. <laughs> it really is. It works when it wants to work. Like, um, then, um, so, and then where mommy called her out on it. She's like, yeah, you have the cunning, but you help any witch. So, okay. I guess the yeah, because a witch cursed us with a cunning. Like, she, I mean. But also, that didn't make sense to me, and I immediately was like, well, I guess that's not her grandmother, because her grandma was like, yeah, she's a different kind of witch, right? She's cool. Yeah, and I I was this entire time on this, in this specific scene, I was really expecting the cunning to kick in, and to be like, oh, these are not them, these are not real, here's what's happening, and like, she gets to see like the real face of whatever these demons or creatures are, and then it would have been like, oh, backtrack a little bit to their oh, we saw Harvey's brother. That probably wasn't him, Harvey. We should be, you know, let's not go back for your Uncle Theo and, like, move on from there. And then, ha- like, having that realization would have been better and it would have brought in the cunning a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it made it, more, and it made it more of a reason for Ross to even be there. You know, okay, she actually has a purpose. But it's funny what her cunning was Well, they're friends. <laughs> if anything, Theo and um, Harvey have no purpose if that's the case. Because oh, neither no, of them have any power. They're all friends. How much of it is her showing off, and how much of it is her just wanting company? Right, I think that's what it is. She just wants company. Like, I'm going to hell. Can you come with me, guys? Like, I don't want to be. I need myself. emotional support rescuing my boyfriend who has my father trapped in his body. <laughs> Never. <laughs> can we help? Sure, Sabrina. We're all best friends here. We'll go to the pits of hell with you. We'll yeah, we'll help. Shotguns and smoke. like, I mean, I think me and Darnell are pretty good friends. I don't know if he's going to hell friends with me. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't know about. I love that, all my know? friends. I'm sure. I'm sure your boyfriend's I'm not going a great to hell with guy. you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but would you ask us to go to hell with you to rescue your boyfriend? Oh, absolutely! I would drag y'all with me. Y'all okay, don't bye. get a choice. Like, you don't get a choice. Adelaide, would you? Would you do the same, Adelaide? Would you? Would you ask us to go to rescue your boyfriend? <laughs> no, Come on, guys, let's go to hell. <laughs> You're kidding. I'm going to read literature for years before I find out if I actually have to go all the way down to hell to get it back first. Or if you could just go, like... Oh, yeah, like, time's going to move differently down there anyway, so let's find a way. Let's just figure other things out. That's also the question, because I was wondering if it worked like how Supernatural worked, like, you know how a Dean was in hell and, like, one month was, like, a year or something like that? No, it was, like, like, a day was a year, because he was there for 40 days. Yeah, he was there for... He said 40 years, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I wonder how time works in this version of hell because it didn't. Se- it seemed like it was almost the same time. Like, yeah, because nothing really seems to change that quick. The only thing was like in. Well, we'll get to that part, but never. So, so right when Roz was about to get killed, uh, the minion bursts in for Lilith and says, "Hey, the queen decided to change her mind. All of these people are coming with us." And the principal goes, "But the queen said." She's changed her mind. And my first thought at that point would be, okay, we can't trust the queen. Obviously. But Sabrina's just like, yeah, it's cool. We can go talk to Lilith now. He didn't even say that the queen said, he, like, but the queen said, he even said, but she wanted us to torture them. Mm-hmm. Like, he even said the full phrase, and everybody was like, no, I didn't hear that. No, we love Lilith. <laughs> I'm just gonna shove my fingers in my ears and scream until I didn't hear the rest of that. Pretend I didn't hear that sentence. I think they were just like they're better. It's better to be in here, I guess. I will say. hmm? Did you want to talk about the minion? Because I loved his visual design. Yeah, that was so cool. I I was just about to say he's an awesome little guy. I was about to say, can we talk about his visual care, his visual design? Because that was cool. Mm -hmm. He was like the best little minion ever. (laughs) He's just so happy to serve Lilith. 
Alright, so they get to the city of Pandemonium where Lilith is basically about to be overrun because, as they said, she's a whore. No one thinks a whore can be a queen. Like, she is his concubine. I was like, the disrespect. Like, I don't see any of you getting any. Ha! I was <laughs> well, chosen over you, that. so... She was the first woman. Like, I was here before all of you. How dare you? Didn't she also birth all the demons, like, mythology... From mm-hmm. the mythology. No. So yeah, yep. um, I'm your mom. Sit down. Go sit in your room. Bad. Sit well, down. One, be humble. <laughs> in this one, she just birthed all the monsters, right? In this particular. Well, she still mythology. birthed all the demons in hell. Right. So, they're in hell. They're like those are the kings of hell that are rebelling against her. Mm-hmm. So like, this go to your room. Because they're not calling her mama at all. <laughs> so then they bring out the prince of hell, Caliban, and basically we find out that he was molded. Or was like, Sabrina has a moment where she looks deeply into her father's eyes. <laughs> and she tells her, like, he's a lump of clay. This throne is your birthright. They will never let a whore take this throne. But this is your birthright. My blood runs through you. But when I get out, I'm going to destroy you. But for now, secure the throne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes total sense. Yeah. I mean, he's all about Uh, keeping it in the family, basically. I mean, he's all about keeping it in the family. If we found anything out last season, we found that. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Good point. Oh, but anything else you guys want to say about that scene? Uh, Adelaide. Uh, I can't remember if he mentioned the supposed prince of hell in that discussion, because I was too preoccupied. Well, yeah, he said he was a lump of clay. Like, because remember, they sculpted him. Yeah, I just I can't remember what his like he he I know he didn't want oh, never mind. my my point was like the kings are going on and on and on about it and he's like no 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 it's your birthright I had nothing to do with that weird lump of clay goodbye mm-hmm. but uh, I love I how would have been nice for her to say something Calibre. along those lines mm. that's her brother basically but I love how no, Calabac is basically Wonder Woman scolded from clay given life. My dad real. made a golem. Doesn't make it my brother. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is of your father. No, it's not. Like, it's, it's literally... No, it's clay! It's not of your father! Although, in <laughs> hindsight, him making that awesome sandcastle is pretty cool to know that he was made from clay. Huh. Yeah, he feels an affinity for it. Mm-hmm. No wonder he's so good at it. Yeah. And no wonder he looked like he was sculpted. <laughs> Definitely I mean, sculpted. Uh, so ultimately, Sabrina's like, "Yeah, I'm queen. This is my throne, and little is my regent. Everybody, get out!" And that's where it's kind of heavy-handed. Like, "Yeah, you're a girl. I am a young woman." I was like, "Okay, like it's very much." Is that supposed to mean something to a group of demons, lords of hell? (laughs) I'm a young woman, and yeah, what's your point? I don't think they're very PC. I'm just saying. Just well, not just that. You're 16, and they're like hundreds of thousands of years old. They had a line about that, too, with her saying, well, clearly you've never been through high school. And it's like, really? Oh, yeah. Really? You rule over hell? You've never been to high school. It's hell. You've never been to high school before. Oh, I can do this. It's like, oh, that's that should, funny. Oh, man, they should make that a scene where they make the um, three lords of hell be above the rest go to high school, throw high school students and get bullied. <laughs> like, strip their powers away and make them go to high school. That if that's not an episode, I'm gonna be mad. Right, right. 
So we get to the end of the episode. Uh, Lilith takes uh, Lilith lets her Sabrina take Nick and Lucifer back with her. Sabrina seals them up like in the dungeons, makes a salt ring, and she's like, everything's okay. You know, they never did show um, Nick getting his tongue back. I'm assuming they did it off screen, though. I'm, I wouldn't I'm ass- want to I'm see assuming it, so magic. I'm gonna so. hope that it was off screen. Uh, let's come to the C plot because that is shorter. Anything else you guys want to say about this A plot before we move along? Uh, why does she have him dressed up with a little collar, like a little frou frou collar around his neck while he's chained up down there, Nick? Because Lilith is bored. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's also mad at Lucifer where he is inside. Yeah, true. Extra humiliation. Mm-hmm. I guess, but I feel like Lucifer did, probably didn't even care. He over here having like the best wrestling match with Nick. <laughs> He's like, like I really feel bad for whatever Nick got put through in there inside his own body. Uh, anything else, guys? A plot. All right, C plot is Prudence and Ambrose, where they are searching for Father Faustus. So their search leads them to New Orleans, where. For a second, uh, I was so happy. When we first see them, they've they've found Father Faustus, and she runs her sword through him, and he's dead. Before that part, the lady she was really glamoured to be was one of the um, main characters or main actresses of American Horror Story. For a quick second, I was like, oh my god, they're doing American Horror Story with Sabrina? (laughs) This is about to be the best. But then it was was prudent, so I was like, oh, okay. And it comes to find out that it's not her father, it's a Judas boy. And his, as he dies, he <laughs> says, he was better than you in every way. <laughs> Does that mean he has sex with him, too? <laughs> wow. I didn't need that mental image. Thank you. Uh, but what were your thoughts on that scene, Natalie? Um, I actually, well, I liked the scene up until it was the Jewish point. I was like, yeah, well, obviously it's too early here. Um, but I... I'm like I enjoy Prudence, and so I was looking forward to seeing this plotline come through, and I'm still looking forward to it because I want to see her take revenge on her on her hateful father, as she put it. So as we go through, she goes to New Orleans, and they find a Voodoo priestess. They have a conversation about magic versus Voodoo or whatever, and Prudence uses her blood and a map of the world to find her father. And I'm pretty sure that's where their story ends. So, what were your thoughts? Start now. Go. Um, the whole thing, I really do like how they show, you know, there's different types of magic. You know, how the you know, priestess tell say who she worships. I don't know the who she worships is another version of the devil. But again, kind of gave me that American Horror Story vibe. If you ever watched American Horror Story Covenant, they kind of went that same route where, you know, witches derive their power from this source, the voodoo, which is the va- derive their power from over here. And I like yes. how different magic do different things. <laughs> you know I mean? yes. so I really did like that, and she wasn't taking no smack from nobody. So, mm-hmm. like I, said, I, like the, I like that whole little part. Again, I, again, I love how they alluded to it with the um, actress from American Horror Story, the older lady. I can't remember her name, but I know you know what I'm talking about. She always plays like that older lady, that character mm-hmm. in American Horror Story. Okay, so, thank you. Ellie, yeah. your thoughts? I really liked this scene, actually, um, especially because she, because what we know as voodoo and hoodoo and all that is not how it's normally, like, that's not what it's 
actually is, how we pretend to portray it in media is so wrong to what it to what it is in reality. And to have her say, oh, well, we don't do that type of stuff here. We're Haitian. And I'm like, this is on point. I like this. I like her. And then she said, oh, you're New England witches. And I really liked seeing the contrast and the different systems. And I love magic systems. So I'm just a giant nerd for this stuff. And I was having a lot of fun in the scene. I want more of it. So then yeah, we go. Back. So that's the end of C plot. Questions, comments, concerns. Anybody? I just thought that part's ever gonna come back again. Probably not. All right. So B plot, the second longest plots. We have Hilda and Zelda taking over the Academy of the Unseen Arts. Um, and they decide to convert the coven to pray to Lilith instead of uh, Satan. Uh, Satan apparently doesn't care this episode. Um, and I don't know. Not too much happened with Hilda and Zelda that I cared about. Well, there was a good scene with um, when they were having them pray to her and she could hear them Mm -hmm. her response was really like she was touched and awed by it and it was i'm curious to know where that goes because she hasn't had this before and she hasn't had them worshiping her like this and now she's hearing she's actually hearing their prayers and is thinking oh wow this is this is different and and it looks like she like she obviously likes it and approves of it i'm just curious to see how this i won't say change how this makes her character grow and mm-hmm. in what way it will go. Because obviously she's a very violent individual. She's Lola, she's Queen of Hell. So I'm curious to see how this will alter her in any way. I really thought this was going to give her some more power or something like from them praying to her. But it really didn't do much, at least in this episode. I was like, is she going to get a power up? And maybe that would give her a power to take on the Dukes of Hell or the Lords of Hell? But no. It was just like, oh, they're praying for me. This is awesome. Finally. Admiration. Uh, Adelaide, any thoughts? Um, nothing else that I haven't already said. Uh, anything you want to say about the episode as a whole? Anything that you feel like you missed? Oh, um, I actually like, so this one as an introduction to the new season, I actually kind of like the way this one's going in response to the other ones. I feel like it's so far more thought provoking and less irritating. (laughs) Does that make sense? (laughs) I mean, it's irritating in ways, but the way, it might just be the Wizard of Oz thing and I got a kick out of that, but in a way, it's a little bit more thought-provoking so far. And I like it. See, I agree with that. Because I'm surprised at the way that that happened. And how much I enjoyed it. Because I didn't expect to enjoy this season as much opening. Because the previous season took a long time to build. Uh, Darnell, thoughts? Yeah, like I said... Besides the dream sequence, I did like, I liked the episode. I thought how they kind of got to hell was a little too quick, but I guess they kind of want to get that plot out the way and move on to other stuff. Um, I'm interested to see how Sabrina's going to Sabrina up this whole ruler of hell thing, because you know she's going to try to force her own agenda on things and try to change all the ways, which of course, old demons are not going to want to convert over to Sabrina's way of doing things. You can already tell that's how it's going to happen, so. Can we keep Sabrina up as the as the description for absolutely screwing everything over in this episode for this entire series? I second that. 
Let's see if you guys remember it. <laughs> Good points. <laughs> I will. Um, so, everybody's done. No extra thoughts. No anything else that you want to discuss before we move along? Faustus, uh, is that his name? Faustus? I don't remember mm-hmm. his full name. His actor is really, really good. With the scene with Hilda transforming into him, but he had to, the actor was playing it. Yeah, he's really good. That wasn't this episode. Hmm. See? My bad. <laughs> Are you sure that wasn't this episode? <laughs> felt like this episode. Yeah, that was the next episode. Hmm. Well, I did get confused halfway through the episode, not realize that it transitioned over. So, never mind. My bad. All right. <laughs> Thanks, guys, for listening to this episode. Uh, thanks, guys, for listening to this episode. Uh, I am your host, Jasmine. Don't forget to subscribe and review. We love your feedback. Be a part of the discussion. If you have a different perspective or think we missed something, use hashtag G-O-T-M Sabrina. Sabrina, Teenage Witch. Oh, The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. (laughs) On Twitter and tell us your thoughts. We will address it in the next episode. Join us on Discord, Twitter, Facebook, and overpowerentertainment.com. The links are in the description. Bye! Bye! Please remember, do not Sabrina up your life. Make good choices. (laughs)